where yes the man provides for the family but at the end of the day the the woman is the one who keeps the family together and if she's strong because you notice that a lot like even even for me like okay it's weird to see my mom crying like if she's strong and she's put together it feels like the whole family's put together talking about an interesting topic um femininity and what it means and a whole bunch of stuff in between um Mm -hmm. and how we kind of see ourselves fit in it so yeah I mean let's just start it let's just start the ball rolling so what do you what can you see femininity as Lynn like what do you find it to be in your opinion because it is subjective when I think of femininity I think of women I think of women who are very I guess good looking in society I think of elegant women women who walk with grace you know when they step into a room it's just like wow like look at her like whoo like them kind of women that's when I think of femininity they really carry themselves with elegance and with grace um, and appearance is really important I think of a very good looking woman when I think of femininity what mm. about you uh for me I don't know if I can if I think of femininity like a, a woman being the attractiveness in terms of like a good looking woman a pretty woman in terms of femininity I see it as okay yes I do see a woman she's resourceful she is maternal and she's very um, intuitive like she listens to her gut she listens to her intuition a lot and someone who's also very wise and all-rounded in in all aspects so yeah that's kind of what I think in terms of femininity femininity and thinking about it actually it brings me to this memory I have because it's yeah. like you said of like a good looking woman and all of that. It kind of brings us, it's very interesting in how society pins what femininity is. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like the gender roles that they've placed upon us. Like a I'm woman talk has about to Germany be, here. Girl. Kinder, Kersha, Kersha. If you remember that. Oh my Children, gosh. kitchen. Oh gosh, I think it was like, oh no, it was, it was cook, it was cook children. um. But um, yeah, as I was saying, it kind of makes me think of like, what society has defined as being feminine and femininity and why, first off. And also it brings me to this memory that I had, because in my mind, society's idea of femininity is like, a really beautiful woman woman who like eh, she speaks her mind but she's more submissive and she's so elegant kind of like what Lynn was like kind of pointing out and she's like petite but like hourglass as well figure and it totally changed to me that kind of ideal changed to me this in this one instance right because 
I'm not a small person. <laughs> I'm not small by any means. Like I'm 5'10". I'm quite, I'm quite tall. So like even that ideal kind of crossed out the fact that, ah, oh, you can't really be feminine because you're tall. Like you're, you're an Amazon. I always got green giant. But one day, right, in this H&M, in our local, um, what's it called, shopping center, right? I was with my mom shopping for clothes and I hated shopping for clothes because it was so awkward. This was a time when I was like the body chef of a potato. And there was this tall woman, beautiful brown skin. She had like a, a bob and she looked stunning. And she was just walking with like high heels and she must have been like six foot, six foot one. And literally my head was like turning around looking at her like, whoa, like I want to be like that. And and the fact was she was really tall, but it was just the confidence and the elegance and the way that she walked, which kind of shattered society's idea of femininity for me, if that kind of makes sense. Going back to these women, what you've touched based on is basically four key things. You've touched based on the personality traits of women. You've touched based on the domestic behaviours, their occupations and their physical appearance. And one thing that we've both begun to relate on straight away is the physical appearance. Women who look good just tend to be more feminine, if that makes sense. Women who dress, who dress well, who can dress for the occasion. Women who I think of who is were like really your, f- sorry is that your opinion or is that like your idea of what society thinks or is that also your opinion what do you mean like women who you know like the the four bases that you were talking about is that yeah. how you feel femininity as well is or um, um I think society? it can be for any I guess it can suit both with also male gender stereotypes so personality traits behaviors I wouldn't say domestics as much because again with these whole gender stereotypes men aren't really expected to have a domesticated role besides being I guess the provider I could be wrong there um and occupations again there's more there were traditionally more female-centered occupations and male-centered and again with the physical appearance um I think that men there wasn't really a look of how you had to look but obviously like some a tall a tall stature beard I guess could be more masculine looking for a guy if that makes sense a man who was well groomed also looks maybe a bit better and more but more pleasing to the eye for women mm. yeah so um in terms of what we both like really agreed on at first I guess was physical appearance and one thing I find is really interesting like I feel like physical appearance is like the first form of attraction does that make sense like what do you think's first is it like the physical appearance or like the emotional (laughs) I mean that's the thing they can't see underneath so 100% is physical appearance that's what I was thinking I was thinking for someone like me (laughs) who just doesn't care what I look like I could go to the shop with you know you just take out your braids or extensions yeah oh my god just brush them out quickly quickly and your hair needs a wash but if you brush it out well you can get you can look yeah I can get it can still look wavy yeah it will look wavy I would leave the hair I'm putting a hair around and I leave it like that that's crazy um and then there's women who are like I have friends who are always put together 
wherever they go. Stepping out to the corner shop, they look good. With the event, they look good. Can't Lynn, relate. I can't relate. I cannot relate. And then it's about how they're really in tune with that. So I think that's really like cool. And second of all, like the domestic behaviours and traditionals, the women, I guess, are always expected to be like, well, how I've grown up, like, cleaning, cooking. And I just couldn't fit that. Like, growing up, I just didn't You're hit a that. busybody. I can't... No, let me rephrase that. I actually can cook. I actually can clean. I just prefer not to. I'm very <laughs> lazy when it comes to things like that. I think I just took up on a more... I wouldn't say I'm a masculine role, but I just like... And wouldn't say I like to do more masculine things. But I just wasn't that type of girl. I'm not saying that all the young girls from the young age wanted to be scrubbing away in the dishes. No. But that whole motherly-centred thing, I haven't... It didn't dawn on me from young. Some people it did, and it grows with age, and, and they have these motherly tendencies. But for me, they've really taken a while to quite kick themselves into action only now am I interested in cooking and it's not even interested like I just it's like, like you've got to do it to survive yeah well, like I eat, am I gonna eat or am I gonna starve like come on girl <laughs> oh um so like yeah what's your opinion on the whole thing? I mean like, masculinity versus femininity like I don't want to put them against each other but I think we've got we've we see two completely different things mm, well for me oh gosh uh kind of like you for um for instance I wasn't I was not a feminine I was not like that at all in fact I was quite a scary child I'm not kidding I was very scary scary? I was just oh my gosh like people would tell me that I I acted like an old woman so I like boss people about and I would give them the death stare if they tried to touch any anything of mine which is really weird but um I mean I've softened up now I hope but yeah I just like you I wasn't really into that stuff like girls playing with dolls I remember I got this brat set you right and I was really into science (laughs) I used to cut off their hair and dip them into the acid. <laughs> that was the kind of kid I was. Yeah, I was that, so that, messy. That's kind of scary. It's kind of scary. <laughs> See, like I used to be before going to a girls' school and then the changing. Outside. Yeah, I used to be a a a boys like a a tomboy, a boys' girl. Like I was into skateboarding. I okay, football. To be honest, wasn't really interested in. Uh, I wasn't really interested because in, I didn't really get that. But I would play with that. I was like. Boys are less complicated. Girls have feelings and ain't nobody got time for that. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to do that. Like if I push a boy over, he'll just like rough up and then push me back. But if I push a girl over, she's going to cry and then snitch on me. So what I'm going to do. Anyway, anyway, yeah. back to back, domesticated. Back, back to one thing. <laughs> going back into like the physical appearance thing and like domestic uh, yeah. behaviours, like, I don't know, like, what do you think about like a masculine looking man? Like, how do you let masculine? Is it like the long, the long orange, orange cake? You know them guys like the long what? orange cake. Have you not no, seen it? No, I don't. The camel know. coat. The camel oh, coat. What? The camel coat. Like the long. Okay. Clearly, you're just not updated the trends. Turtlenecks. <laughs> what is it with guys and turtlenecks? No, but that's the thing. The 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 the, the turtleneck. I don't see that as masculine. I see that like when I see a guy wearing a turtleneck, I'm like, oh, he must be smart. Like, 
you have the two types of guys. You had the like smart looking ones, um, like who really like smartly dressed. Um, I guess they look like corporate, you know? Mm. Um, oh, tailored suits. Whew. Yeah. Tailored it's, suits. I mean, if anything, slapped. you can I don't understand it into two ones, just like Lynn said. But for those who grew up in our era, like we'll know you either are with Jacob or you're with Edward. Twilight friends, you know. No, he's Jacob and Edward. Okay. I'm done. I'm always up. <laughs> I'm <laughs> done with are you I'm kidding me? Okay, so basically, oh my gosh, Lynn. Yeah, but how does this in terms of men, <laughs> to men, relay that up for the men. Which ones like what would you describe them as? Are like traits? I mean, the traits I would see like, you know, those proper like stereotypical masculine men that's like, oh, I'm a man, so I do this, or like. I don't know, like buff and like always in the gym and like worrying about their physical appearance in that sense. And also are like, um, um, I'm going to provide for you. Like, I want to provide for you. I see that more as Jacob. Please don't cut my head off <laughs> for anyone who's watching this and disagrees. And then I'd see Edward kind of as the same, but he's also more old fashioned but he's also like intellectual and also more modern minded. Like, uh, I don't mind whatever makes you happy. Yada, yada. Um, like, so I feel like with, a, with women as well, I feel like, like men are demanding. like the reason why I think femininity is a big thing and plays a big role in the way that women dress um, and physical appearances and domestic behaviors is because, you know, if you want to find a suitor or I don't, Okay, I don't believe personally that women are looking for suitors. I think they just know they're going to be pursued. If that makes sense, like I don't, I don't know, but I don't think genuinely most women go out there actively like, yeah, I'm actively gonna. I mean, you're not find lying. my husband. Like, I feel most people, most women want actively want to date, and in dating, they're hoping that their husband will like, they'll just intertwine. But I genuinely feel like most women expect to be pursued, so the guy will chase the girl. Mm, I mean that for you to be chased you need to have some sort of something to chase and I'm not saying like you can't just be chased but I mean you need to look good enough to be chased if that makes sense Mm. I mean oh reverse well for me um I don't know I see it kind of differently at least for for femininity for me yes is beauty but not just in the physical And I've noticed that a lot in terms of myself, physical appearance, still trying, still working, still struggling, very much so. But also the way on how I treat others and attentiveness, like even my, like, oh my gosh, being in touch with your feelings, right? Because you hear women always saying to men, like, why don't, why can't you just cry? Just be in touch with your feelings. Do you think femininity is attached to feelings? It's attached to, yes. Yeah, I think it's, uh it's very, it's hard to say, but short, short answer, yes, in in that kind of way. Although I still, I feel like both femininity and masculinity are attached to feelings. What do you mean, what what do you mean by the whole um, men, why don't men just cry when women when women because, are when women ask the question? Well, uh, 
in in society and I mean it's it's not our fault it's not you know our fault we've kind of been conditioned to believe that boys don't or men don't cry because that's not quote unquote the masculine thing to do right where girls it's like eh I mean you're caring off the babies you have to be in touch with your emotions and stuff but um yeah I've I kind of noticed that being feminine can be a lot of things not just beauty wise in terms of the physical but being in touch with your feelings not always just like crying and like the stereotypical I don't know but also kind of being strong and also being multitasking and also you've got to think of it even in the stereotypical where yes the man provides for the family but at the end of the day the the woman is the one who keeps the family together and if she's strong because you notice that a lot like even even for me like okay it's weird to see my mom crying like if she's strong and she's put together it feels like the whole family's put together yeah that's true so that's how I kind of feel in that sense so like I said before uh the the beauty kind of stuff still working on that also not all my fault a lot of it was covid but then again I looked jacked up before so that's a whole (laughs) different thing oh they are funny (laughs) I like that because you touched on the whole um the attribute size and the personal traits the values of being a woman it's the gentleness um the calmness the being able to like you said keep a family together I certainly feel like I recognize it more the impact it has on me as an adult now Mm -hmm. um than I did when I was younger because because my parents raised me with so much love with so much calmness when I was in trouble or they weren't angry at me or I hadn't disappointed them but um when they raised me with so much love so much gentleness so much patience so much calm and they were just so nurturing it means that they filled me up in that way and now I can fill others because I had that straight for 18 years I had love for 18 years it didn't stop the guys I'm still loved (laughs) I'm still loved but um I can now go out and share that same love of others hopefully I share that love of others I hope I do Mm. I share that love share that gentleness share that kindness that patience still working on that um share that humbleness with those around me because I think that's where they say like the saying that um I think a teacher or something like a man can teach a class but a mother can teach a generation oh like it's crazy like I'm not trying to downplay the role that men have in society but the way a mother or woman is in tune with children um not the fact that she just bears the child but she she almost has a very very predominant role in raising them I'm not saying that the she can raise it by themselves because successful families often have um to need to have two parents not often they just need to have two parents the role of the father and the mother there's parts that the father can't play and the parts that the mother can't play but the mother's role is so pivotal like it's so pivotal to the upbringing of that child um in terms of getting all that love um fundamental and character development um and just I guess keeping that child feeling loved because I feel like your parents 
tell you I love you or your dad will tell you I love you or mum will tell you I love you but I guess I don't know maybe my husband I just feel like the love from your mum is just like oh like she'll just say it more like it's just in her gentleness if that makes sense mm. um and it's just more reflected in that um in the things that she does and she says for you she'll maybe cook for you she'll clean for you um the fact that when you were little maybe she used to bar for you or the fact that she was at every single dance show that you were at when you were small um or the fact that she was at your football matches <laughs> and she knows that you scored who when you scored against every single team and your dad will probably know that too but I think it's that kind of things that just make it you know as I say in the bible she's worth far more than rubies like your mother is irreplaceable yeah irreplaceable and that's why we love them so much and shout out to all the mothers in the world happy belated mother's day yeah happy belated mother's day like yeah we love you i mean i and mothers to be yeah because and mothers to be and mothers to be I definitely feel the same way as you uh i i don't know if my outlook's a little bit different Hmm. because my mum growing up I think I saw her differently to how most kids see their mums how did you see your mum well my mum was a working mum right same same well you know you know and me being an only child my dad I mean he would go out uh he would work and you know sometimes I'll have some drinks with the boys whatever do whatever he does typical dad stuff in my opinion and my mum, you see what I mean but like my mum like I said before she was a proper working woman as in she would love to go into the city I mean she was such a working woman in the fact that she would wear training shoes she would wear training shoes when she's on her way to work and then when she gets in the office she puts on her formal her formal shoes because she's walking that much so she would do that and in terms of like um even activities like I used to do things like karate I used to do swimming I used to I was quite an active kid in that sense um and when it came to you know competition or like whatever games whatever she would be there but sometimes I would feel a little bit disappointed because it's like you know when like it, it sucks where you're you're waiting for your your parents in the crowd and then like couldn't make it that was kind I of had like that I had that I had that I had See, that you oh, know exactly what it's you the mean. worst I used to like wait and wait and I used to tell them sometimes and every time they couldn't make it it would literally count to like the five times that they'd come before it used to burden me that when they wouldn't come yeah I mean you can you you get it but at the same time like I didn't really see my mum as I mean she was maternal 100% she still is maternal I think she's even more so now (laughs) Mm. um but I did it's weird like I saw her as like okay to be feminine how to because a lot of us take femininity from our mothers whether we are conscious about it or not not yeah so I feel like for me I was like damn to be feminine means to be like really good multitasker to know how to do this to be really good and and be organized yeah that's really interesting sorry I don't know does anyone have this thing where they I don't know what it's called but like you try your best to please one parent oh my gosh like this is really straying away from femininity but I feel like we need to get there because I mean 
oh again <laughs> well <laughs> I definitely feel that I I 100% feel that I mean I That's feel good. exactly what you're saying exactly mm-hmm. what you're saying for me it was I didn't want to disappoint my dad that's that's okay but I noticed that my parents were very lenient like they were like oh whatever and da 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 so I think for me it wasn't even just my parents it was myself because if I disappointed them my dad would be like yeah I'm a bit disappointed like but the fact that he could see me killing myself over that he's like okay I'm disappointed but chill you need to chill you're disappointing yourself a bit too much you're getting a bit too hard on yourself mine was peak I'm with you oh disappointed it was horrible because it wasn't until one of my friends checkmated me and was like your number one thing in life is education and I was like oh that was the one person in my life who's checkmated me thank you so much for that and then um when you just focus on one thing and your mind can't be moving to anything else, it's not good for you. You need to have that array and that spread. Oh my gosh, epiphany. So sorry to, ki- mm. to cut you off. Keep, no, go on. But to, to link it back to femininity and these, and in kind of contrast, masculinity. The, the masculine energy or like masculinity, you notice with men, they see one thing and they won't rest until they get that one thing. They keep on having it on their mind. They keep on, they are obsessed with that one thing, like a one mindset. And that's what kind of remind me of what you were talking about. Whereas in on the contrast, femininity, it's kind of like, eh, I got this one, but I've also got this side thing over there. And I've also got that main one that I didn't forget about. And I've also got this and I've got this all up. I don't know if it's men, but he was the one that keeps, don't keep all your eggs in one basket, like lay your distribute. I'm not sure if men do that. They don't keep all their eggs in one basket or women. I don't know who did it, but that saying is very fitting. Like, do not keep all your hope and trust in one thing. Spread it. (laughs) Spread it. Exactly. Lay your eggs everywhere. Not saying, you know, in terms of children, that might not be the most wise, but (laughs) in terms of ventures, (laughs) in terms of ventures, distribute yourself into everything once you've planned it and it makes financial um sense and exactly. it makes and sense to do and it's yeah right do it yeah I definitely I definitely agree because it doesn't really make any logical sense to kind of invest into the one thing but kind of what I was realizing linking back to femininity is I don't know if I mean I don't really tell too many people And maybe it's easier for me to tell you guys, because in reality right now, you're just a microphone with a laptop. I can't see you guys individually. (laughs) You're just screen. Um, Mm. But anyways, I have always been one of my deepest insecurities is my insecurity of, of not being feminine enough because I kind of Mm. saw myself as, like very ambitious very not not just ambitious but even in my figure as well like I don't see myself as feminine in terms of my my physical appearance um and also just my mindset in general and how I talk I talk I don't talk with like a words of you know just all nice and feathery I'm very blunt and I'm very to the point 
Um, but it just also made me think that you can be this and be feminine at the same time. Like even when Lynn was talking about in her hard times and how she kind of always focused on education at the one point and how she was only focusing on that one thing that she didn't realize that she was neglecting other aspects. For me, yes, I wasn't conventionally feminine, but I guess I always have been because literally from young, I've been interested in so many things, swimming, basketball. I did karate at one point. That was another person that I didn't want to upset my sensei because he, I was terrified of him. Uh, let's see also, oh, boxing, kickboxing. Uh, I also said swimming, diving, tennis, stagecoach, dancing, ballet, so many things, art, so many, oh, Spanish. I can't, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. But my point is for any of those that kind of feel in my position of like, where you don't feel feminine enough, you don't have to confine to like society's ideal of you have to cook, you have to clean. I'm also actually really good at cooking anyways, sidebar, doesn't matter. But even, even if so, like the woman that I said at first, like where I was just amazed. It Sometimes femini- femininity can also be your confidence, like knowing about who you are and just like all of that kind of stuff that makes you beautiful in and out and what makes people guys, but also just people in genuine, in, in general, attracted to you and want to like gravitate around to you because I feel like, to be a person that's feminine, you have a lot of people that gravitate around you because to be like the feminine energy, sounding really hippie, but just a feminine person, I tend to see that they have a lot of people gravitating towards them either because they seem very motherly or they seem very seducing because that's the two, that's the two things that being feminine is made for, to be a mom, and to be seducing to have sex two things yep see if it how it is so yeah sorry that was my that was my little rant of the episode that was my epiphany you you're actually spinning spin some facts right there the femininity thing is interesting did you watch the megan and harry interview yes i did what do you think about it uh <laughs> It was it was hitting some points. I'm not gonna lie. I wish Megan would have like she was saying like I'm gonna no Oprah was saying Megan is gonna uncover all these truths and I'm like yeah she spit a few sh- truths out but I was waiting for them to say that Harry is not Charles's son. <laughs> Why so dramatic, Olivia? Because I, I, so I am. Because <laughs> um, I am. What was really interesting to me was I don't know if it was like planned or that. Megan seems to have the dominant role in the interview. Like Megan, well, as far as I know, Megan was first spoken spoke first to Oprah, and then Harry later joined Oprah, uh, and then they did it together. And so it's like she really took the stand. Like it was, it wasn't about what I perceived of it. It was rather than it being about them, what Harry and Megan perceived as a couple. First, it was what Megan. Um, received as an individual 
in the royal family. And then it was about what Meghan and Harry received um, as a couple um, um, and as husband and wife in the royal family and all of the of the the shambolic that's going on in that situation. And I think it's really interesting because, I mean, Megan comes from a completely different walk of life, but mm. as Oprah put it, where was she silenced or was she silent or oh, the other way around? Um, and it was interesting because Megan has previously been very vocal about women's rights and standing up for them. And this was something that she really wanted to do. And I quite, I quite found that I kind of quite interesting. Mm, I mean, I, oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta shake this off. Uh, I definitely I agree with that hundred percent. It was very interesting to see because we were used to seeing Megan when she was in the royal family in this role of like Submissive, I don't want to say right? yeah like I don't want to say tucked behind her her husband but she didn't talk. Oh, a lot. That's the words. Okay, that's the right word. Fez, Fez. All right, and now you see her now, and she's like in front of Oprah. And she was the one to kind of start the conversation and say, right, you know, I think when the thing um, started, Oprah said, there's nothing off limit. So because mm. we're so used to the the, the um, royal family, like, can't talk about this, only talk about the nice things. So to actually see Megan in her element as herself was mind blowing in that kind of sense. Yeah. It really was. I think it's also different because it just goes to show like you really don't know what someone is going through. It would have been a great timing for last week's episode. But regardless, it shows how like it's contrasting because you would think that Megan and Harry had some direction over their lives. Um, and as Mer- Megan was like suicidal, it just shows how brave she was because that unionship was at times oh gosh like bombarded by the media but a lot of sometimes and a a good few times it was it was praised and it was glorified by the media the couple the the companionship that they had for each other um, and they continue to have for each other and the light of that meant that Megan was having to go out and just put on this happy face and you know what you said earlier you said the woman kind of holds the family together and she was holding that. Mm, she was she holding was. the happiness of their relationship in the media by continuously again and again when she felt, um, I think she said suicidal, um, going out when she wasn't feeling the best, smiling, taking the pictures, um, being and engaging in the public, doing the tours, even though she literally was like struggling. Yeah. You're right, actually. This would have been really good for last week's episode, but at least we're still touching on it. It's it's actually crazy. Oh, that was another... I'm seeing femininity stuff in everything. Mm-hmm. Damn. Okay. So think about it. Actually, deep it. And I'm going to link it to Meghan and Harry, right, guys? So royal family, you know, they're in there. Megan silently suffering and Harry, he's kind of supporting her, kind of getting her through this. And then of course they find out that once she's pregnant, they can't be supported. So then they have to go out by themselves. In an essence, 
what feminine what femininity is just like a, a mom has a has a child in her womb femininity is life like femininity is creating something out of nothing literally you see femininity in god you can also see masculinity in god he's got a lot of those element elements within himself because he's all he's everything but just like I, I wouldn't want to say masculinity is like destruction but eh. but anyways getting back to femininity and getting back to Megan and Harry just like femininity is kind of creating something out of nothing Megan and Harry said you know what we came from nothing as in okay yes we were in the palace but we were thrown out of the out of the palace we barely had a money we barely had a sense to our name right we're going to make a media company we're going to make a label for ourselves we're going to be self-sufficient and we're going to grow and that's kind of amazing that's that's amazing and I'm like really proud of them for jumping out of that and even as Megan said before um how no I think even Harry said before where other members of the family have wanted to kind of get out but haven't had the courage to sometimes it's easier said than done but sometimes it's better to take that first step and to see where you can go yeah I totally agree one thing I really look look up to a lot of inspiring women is their resourcefulness Mm, their yeah like you said at the beginning, their intuitiveness, um, their ability to just make a way out of everything that happens. Because a lot of these times, we we don't really have many, I don't know, like, do you have many females that you look up to, women that you look up to? Like, I struggle sometimes. In, like, personal life or in general? Pers- like, in general, like, you can be your friend, your sister, your mother, whoever. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. If you want, if you my sharing, mm-hmm. yeah, it's fine. Mum, grandma, some friends, uh, aunties, um, yeah. I mean, I mm. would also say cousins, but meh. so mostly family members, oh, mm-hmm. Fam- family members, and like friends, some some friends, one or See, two. Friends. For me, like, I don't know. For me, I always used to see, and still do see successes, what you've made, not in your own strength, as I always say, like in the strength from the Lord, but what you've become, like how you've transitioned and become something. Everyone is something, but it's what value you add. Um, And I tend to look at people who bring a lot of value to people's lives whether it be on a personal level or on a global scale I tend to look at them and I used to never be able to find so many and I won't I don't do you remember that phase I don't know if we had this phase but like there was a point in life where singers were inspirational I don't remember why I don't know if it was just me and my oh, family yeah. school, but singers were inspirational for a hot sec and now they're not so much anymore no but um I don't think they are anymore um inspirational to people to me was one of my aunties who um just does a role that I hope I can do she works so hard and she's just so she's she is really the female boss like come on um and then another um inspirational woman that I recently look up to now is the Proverbs 31 like woman slash wife 
literally, when you read that passage, I just think, yeah, the passage says she's worth more than rubies. Mm. Wow. The passage goes on to say about um, how she can basically, she's resourceful. She finds a way to do what she needs to do and make the money for her household. They, the, the way they describe this woman is a woman who's resourceful, a woman who is beautiful, a woman who's rich in culture. She's Amen. humble, she's kind, she's loving. Like when I see myself and I see who do I want to be as a woman, this femininity that I want to portray, like I want to be that. I want to be able to do my, if I have to do a nine to five, I hope I do, but I hope I don't, do my job and carry this in it. And I don't want it to be exclusively in the role whether I dress with the really tall high heels because I am very short. So mm-hmm. I'm going to have to do high heels. But it's also in like, when you see me, like you just, I can just portray that. I feel like, I used to think it was exclusive to if you had a child, like those motherly tendencies can come through. But even in friendships, in support groups, um, in churches, um, in societies and clubs, in friendships, um, in year groups, some of these people with motherly tendencies like you said like they grab you gravitate towards them and I just want to be that person that people gravitate towards to because it's it's good to be loved and it's good to love others I think it's just really like important and I feel like inspirational people they really give a give a lot of value especially like women because they're really trying to they're always helpful and I'm not saying men aren't helpful but with the small resources they've got they're always trying to pull people up and that's what I love about it it's like they're never gonna let another young lady young woman or anybody else be down when they know in their best capacity that they can pull them up to and they can bring them to their level and that's what I love about it is everyone in to help each other Mm, I I, yeah that's beautiful that's a that's a beautiful point right there it's oh my gosh even that point that you were saying in terms of like uh looking for inspirational women uh that you want to become like sometimes of course it can be like a like you said a bit difficult to find those few examples in your life and even like you becoming that example not realizing it like like you said even with friendship groups like um I have no idea who I am in the friendship group if we had like not rankings but everybody in a friendship group has a point to rule yeah in like the beauty standards you'd classify me as the ugly friend Shut up, Lynn. Shut up, Lynn. You know when you have, you know everybody has that one friend that thinks outside the box. That's oh. Olivia. Like Olivia is the friend that thinks she doesn't even have a box. That's that's Olivia. I don't. Oh, that's that's cute. But um, damn, I really love this conversation. Same. Um, this been a this good was one. yeah. It's it's been a heck of a good one. Um, so guys we hope that you really enjoy this episode because it's it's a good in it's a great episode um and yeah I I hope that you walk away from this kind of thinking about what femininity is to you as well as where can you see it can you see it in your family can you see it in your friends and also don't let it don't let yourself be constricted to what the ideals for now for femininity are because let's be honest in society they're always changing mm-hmm. um and but, for all our yeah. male listeners as well olivia just to touch base for them yes um, keep hey. growing <laughs> keep growing in who you are because i feel like we did touch base on this but 
as men I feel like a lot of the time you're expected to lead um because that's like how they traditionally see a leader a provider and we are grateful I, I hope I'm speaking for a lot of women and most women but for me genuinely because I think it can be tough like we talk about how tough it is to be a woman in this day and age but it's just it's tough to be a man to be a man like sometimes it can be restrictive to say what you want to say or do what you want to do and uh the feelings that you might have they might need to be suppressed just because of what everyone expects of you but you're doing a great job you're doing a great job um, I don't want to say be tough because that could be a gender stereotype, but I do <laughs> want to say be strong because I don't think you um, being strong is limited to capacity to whether you're male or female. I think you can both be strong and I know you can both be bold and I know you can certainly both be courageous. Managed to get in my keywords from the Bible, but yeah. Hey. Um, so yeah, be bold, be courageous, um, be strong. And remember like, you know, for my girls out there you are you are you're worth more than rubies you are worth more than rubies your femininity your love your care your humbleness your patience is so deserved in this world um and if you pull that into yourself um from being around and surrounded by people who do that for you you shall surely pour it in to others too and then you'll have a peaceful and happy world exactly that was beautiful then that was I have no words. Oh, except for one. <laughs> so if you guys really love this episode, we'd really love it if you'd um, comment, like, share and subscribe on Apple Podcasts as well as our other different channels. Spotify. And let us know if you want us to do kind of, I wouldn't say the opposite, but the part two of this, if you want us to do one of masculinity, of course, we're, we're going to need a man. <laughs> We're going to need a man's point of view. Exactly. So let us know um, and let us know any other topics that you also want us to talk about. Other than that, stay blessed, not stressed, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye, guys.